Hey everybody, welcome back to another week of DQ with Damani. I'm your host, undefeated cruiserweight Damani Mater, and we've got some heavy-handed topics today. Firstly, we've got major fallout regarding the Earl Spence and Terrence Crawford fight negotiations. We've also got some good news regarding David Benavidez, and after much speculation, it seems like Spence versus Crawford has fallen through, after all, of course. Also in today's lineup, we've got a full review and analysis of Baumgartner's impressive win over Michaela Mayer, and to finish up, we've got a review of the legendary quote, Clarissa Shields. I don't know why anybody doubted her beating Savannah Marshall. Of course, like I said, it was a guaranteed win for her. I knew she was going to put up a great fight against Shields, but... Everybody who Shields has fought thus far has just fell to her power, her speed, and most importantly, the volume punches. Clarissa Shields has been on an impressive streak of wins for quite some time now. The fight had a heated buildup, resulting in an exploding powder keg once both women hit this ring. Shields had everything on the line in this title matchup, risking not only her undisputed status, but knocking on the door of history. With her tear-jerking victory over Savannah Marshall, Clarissa Shields joined a very short list of boxers, male or female, to become an undisputed world champion in more than one weight class. In fact, Clarissa currently shares the record for most undisputed titles in multiple weight classes, tying with Henry Armstrong for three titles. Not one, not two, but three undisputed titles in three different weight classes. Evander Holyfield, Dick Tiger, and Henry Armstrong are the only three people on the list. I want just, like... I'm dead serious when I tell you guys this. This is a solid reminder of just how great of an athlete Clarissa Shields is. Once again, I want to remind you, this is an extremely difficult thing to do. An extremely difficult thing to do in, an, in a sport that is not kind. It is a harsh sport. And the longer you spend in it, the much worse you're going to be in the end. But Clarissa Shields, she got in at an early age, toughed it out in Flint, Michigan, left Flint, Michigan, and gave it her all across all of the years of her career. And I can proudly say, everyone, not even just me, everyone who's been following her story from beginning to now can say that they're proud of her. Becoming an undisputed champion in 2022 means tracking now each of the four champions in your weight class, hoping that they belong to the same promotion as you to avoid the effects of boxing politics and shoveling out thousands upon thousands of dollars to each of the four alphabet bodies. To repeat this three times in only 13 fights, when hundreds of thousands of boxers struggle to even get one shot at a world championship in their career is beyond impressive. Well, opposite the great win from Shields, unfortunately, Errol Spence and Terrence Crawford have completely terminated negotiations. This was a legacy-building fight worth millions of millions of dollars, but it required PBC and Crawford's side to agree on the right terms. Spence was very vocal about the length of time it was taking to get the fight contractually finished up, taking to Twitter to let the world know how he felt. Errol Spence is viewed by many as the top dog in the welterweight division, considering the fact that he holds three of the four belts in the weight class. Despite holding just the WBO belt, though, Terrence Crawford is still keeping himself busy and maintaining relevance by continuously facing his mandatories. There are many one-belt champions that sometimes fall into the background of a division because of politics, but Crawford has refused to allow himself to become one of these competitors. His contractual obligations with top rank officially concluded with his last fight, but with the advent of the belt with Spence, 
There were questions to be had surrounding Crawford re-signing with Bob Arum or jumping over to Al Heyman's PBC side. Finally, all of the speculation surrounding this fight has been put to rest. This still causes a problem for the division though. How the welterweight division has just been shaping across the last three years. It's just been upward, upward, upward. And then now we've just hit an enormous roadblock because we had Errol Spence taking on your Denis Ugas to unify the three belts that were necessary to get that fight. But now everything's just done, it seems like. But... The welterweight division hasn't had a lineal champion since Manny Pacquiao defeated Tim Bradley back in 2016. It's it's clear as of right now, 2022, jumping into 2023, that boxing needs a definitive answer to the welterweight question. Remember when I said I had good news about David Benavidez? Yeah, me too. After Caleb Plant's knockout over Anthony Darrell, the Mexican monster David Benavidez is salivating at the idea of PBC making a super middleweight clash between the two. Benavidez is desperate for deeper competition. All of the significant names at 168 pounds seem to be avoiding him as best they can. There is no one more ducked in the super middleweight division than David Benavidez. David has been on every boxing podcast possible, talking the most trash he can to get these fights made. But each time, he's met with nothing but radio silence. The super middleweight division has effectively iced Benavidez out, with many boxers not willing to risk their title aspirations to face someone as deadly as Benavidez. When asked about fighting Benavidez and Zurdo Ramirez, Canelo instantly declined and said that he wouldn't fight any other Mexicans because he's representing Mexico. Benavidez didn't take kindly to Canelo's comments, to this day berating him for creating what he believes to be a convenient excuse to pursue other fighters. <laughs> Whether or not this is true, we'll have to see in the coming months. But, the towering inferno, Sebastian Fundora, he decided to chime in on this whole situation himself as well. Fundora actually believes that Benavidez is the uncrowned king of 168 pounds due to Canelo being scared of the younger, fiercer competition like Benavidez. Many boxing pundits who support Benavidez agree with this notion, with many of them erupting when Canelo almost moved up to cruiserweight in order to challenge WBC champion Ilunga Makabu. He was on Mike Tyson's podcast. So was Charlo. So was Canelo. Charlo was directly pressed by Tyson about this whole situation. He told him, he said, call them out. Name the names. Name the people who you want to fight. And obviously, people knew that Tyson was talking about Benavidez. Why don't these people want to fight high-level competition? It doesn't make sense. This is the only way divisions are going to move forward. You can't have people sitting on interim belts. You can't have people sitting on WBC Silver WBA gold international whatever these titles you just want to hand out you can't have people sitting on them forever they're like half their career just today i was looking at the record of fighters male and female so many of them sit on these regional level belts or these phony belts defend them and they just do it for what seems like forever until they finally get that title shot when they're aged out it's just an unfortunate way to see these divisions roll out and we'll never know if Canelo is as good 
as he believes he is because he hasn't really stayed down at 168 long enough to fight guys like Benavidez. We need to see this fight. And hopefully, within the next year or two, I'd say maybe even this summer, if Benavidez makes enough noise, we can get this fight. Man, the news this week just keeps getting worse and worse. Al Heyman and Premier Boxing Champions are in a compromising position this week. After the negotiations between the Spence and Crawford sides crashed and burned, there leaves a massive gap in the welterweight division that must be filled. It has been confirmed that Crawford will fight the number six ranked mandatory challenger, David Avanesian, on rising platform Black Prime. Fellow former light welterweight Adrian Broner also signed with Black Prime yesterday, leading to many heads being turned. Premier boxing champions lost the chance to have Terence Crawford bring the much needed fight on their platform, which was bound to bring millions of dollars to everyone involved. It's been clear. Since Terence Crawford won the WBO Welterweight World Championship in 2018 that he doesn't mind defending his sole championship, one belt, against all of the competition available, even if it isn't necessarily the best competition. Doing what's necessary as a champion is all Terence Crawford seeks to care about, which keeps both he and his trainer Bomack on a steady course of continued wins. PBC still have a majority once again i want to i want to reiterate this for everybody out there pbc still has the majority stake in the welterweight division only because errol spence has three of the four belts however pbc has lost a significant amount of power due to crawford not seeing the fight as worthwhile wherever crawford goes he can still advertise himself as the rightful champion regardless of what pbc or errol spence have to say in the public's eyes, things can swing either way, but politically, Crawford has the last belt and still puts on shutout performances, most definitely deals a hefty blow to BBC's plans for marketing and movement within the 147-pound division. With names like Keith Thurman, Boots Ennis, and Virgil Ortiz looming in the background, Errol Spence and Terrence Crawford will both have their hands full with title defenses in the coming year. Up next, we've got some news. Clarissa Shields coming out with a major W in Britain. Guys at Sky Sports were not happy about this one at all. Clarissa Shields dominated Savannah Marshall in a 10-round tutorial of how to power punch. From beginning to end, Shields showed impressive composure and skill as she danced around the ring. Sometimes Shields made it look almost too easy, lighting up Marshall with massive right-hand dominant combinations. Although the crowd backed Marshall on each exchange, it was Shields who got the better of them on average. Marshall favored her straight and body punches in this fight, using mid and long range tactics to make Shields move into comprising positions against the ropes and in the corner. Unfortunately for her, this game plan didn't really last that long. Every time she would throw a straight, Clarissa Shields would respond with an overhand right that continuously landed from every single position of the ring that she was put in. Clarissa Shields was dialed in with that overhand right. Marshall was able to take advantage of the space in the ring multiple times, applying dangerous pressure many fighters would fold from. However, despite this impressive show of footwork and punch selection, Marshall's shots did little to no damage to Clarissa Shields. In fact, these punches seemed like small pauses in Shields' attack, giving her the opportunity to breathe and wait for the next opening. When Marshall threw barrages from this highly advantageous location, 
Shields opened up with beastly left hooks that rocked her each time Marshall made an attempt to get a start on building a new attack pattern. Like I mentioned earlier, Clarissa Shields' win put her in the history books forever. This decision victory catapulted Shields to the top of boxing history and as a whole in sport history. Having your name among legends such as Sugar Ray Robinson. Let me say that again for you. Sugar Ray Robinson. Evander Holyfield and Dick Tiger is something that most boxers are unable to attain despite the countless grueling years spent in the fight game. It's an unfortunate truth that many have to face, but Clarissa Shields is not among the number still desperately hoping to etch their name alongside legends who helped shape the sport into what it is today. Alright y'all, that's all we've got for today. I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode of DQ with Damani. Next week, we've got some news regarding Alexander Usyk, more Earl Spence Jr. versus Terrence Crawford drama, and of course, coverage of everybody's favorite combat sports athlete, Jake Paul. Stay tuned for more. This is Damani Mater of DQ with Damani. See you guys next week.